0: This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page.
1: ask Carvey to come and uh, give us the announcements and birthdays etc. Good, Good morning. Good morning. I'm gonna say that after you he's done.
2: Me, uh, <laughs> my Pardon me? Well that's okay. Good morning everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I was really surprised this morning to so get a nice Christmas card. Thank you. <laughs> folks very much for that. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you. I <laughs> appreciate that. Um, this morning, uh, I also want to say something else um, this morning. Uh, I hope you all have an opportunity to go downstairs and check out the renovations that have been done.
3: Um,
2: Dave and Dora, thank you. They headed up the painting afterwards, they headed up, um, headed up the uh, organization to do all of that. I'm very, very grateful.
0: You, Josh. A big Josh. Josh.
2: Yeah, we should say a big thank you to Josh for all the last four work. Yes. Thank you, Josh. He was doing electrical wiring the other night there. And, wow, what a job! Well, this morning I'd like to welcome any visitors that are here. I don't think I think we all uh, know each other, but I don't see anybody else. But anyway, Jennifer's first. Yeah, yeah, right. Thank you, thank you for Sam coming home, and, and, and uh, thank you for uh, Alicia. Jennifer. Nice to see you. And, and, and Jennifer. Jennifer, yes. Yes, thank you. Um, tomorrow night, or sorry, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve Eve, uh, it's coming tomorrow, and then Christmas Eve is here, and we're going to be, um, getting together for a beautiful service at 630. I hope to see everybody here. It's going to be wonderful. There's a lot going to be happening. Thanks to you, Joel, and your wife. Thank you. And um, Reverend Bob Hill will be our pastor on uh, December the 29th, a week from today. We'll welcome Bob to come here. January 5th, we'll have Bob Hill again. On the 19th, Joel will be filling the... It'll
1: be uh, Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca Smith. Same
2: family. Oh, we're back. I'm sorry. Yeah, cool. And that's going to be on the 19th. The better
1: looking.
2: That's going to be on the 19th, right? Yes. Cool. And then on uh, February the 2nd, we're going to have communion. Looking forward to that. And um, February 9th is the Elf on the Snow Road annual meeting. And Knox is going to be February 16th. We have so much to be thankful for. And looking forward to hearing special music today. Thank you. Amen.
1: Thank you. Now I'm gonna ask for the for some kids help today. Bella, would you like to help me? Light the candles? <laughs> I asked (laughs) Della. I don't think you've ever had a chance, right? Okay, well, you take your inserts. I'm gonna ask Linda to be my reader number two. And then we're gonna light the purple candles, all the purple candles. Okay? Okay, so it's in your insert, it's a call to worship. And uh uh I'm going to be reader one, then there will be reader two, you will be reader three, or the people, and then we will get it all done. So let's, first of all, draw from the call to worship. Do not be afraid, Jesus will save people from their sins.
4: The Lord has given us a sign, a young woman
2: has born a son, he is named Emmanuel, God with us.
1: We We long for
2: love to heal our hearts
1: hearts, and and soothe this hurting world for for all the signs of love in our our time, In times of yearning, Jesus asks us to shine a pure, clear light. Light the candle of love to warm our hearts with God's love, telling us God is with us. Okay, it's a little bit tricky this. I mean, it it took a rocket scientist to design this. But we're going to give it a try anyway. There we go. Okay. Go for it. Pull it hard. Boy, it's really hard, isn't it? Here. Let me give you a hand. You hold it. I'll just give you a hand with this part, okay? Boy, Boy, it is hard. If I hadn't had your help, I couldn't do it. That one doesn't want to start you got to put your hand up. Just oh, there it is. Good. Over this way. Good. Oh, Somebody must have soaked them with something, right? Water. We're we'll trying to get that. Is a really hard trigger. Okay. So you need to turn slightly. There we go. It doesn't want to turn and doesn't want to stay either. Okay. We'll get this back in. There we go. And then the, the one that's pink back here, we could probably turn it. Look, one of them doesn't want to stay. Oh no, what have we done? You know what we can do? We might as well burn the place down.
0: Like the candle of love.
1: Okay, there we go. And this is the candle of love. For the other three, good job. We've <laughs> got good, job. good, job, good job, Thank you. Good. you it. Let us all together come, Lord Jesus, and kindle love in our lives. Shine in our lives wherever we all love. Strengthen our trust in you. Make us signs of your love. For the lonely and hurt, that our faithful will shine in the world you love. Amen.
4: As we wait for you, Jesus, we will shine with hope and work for peace, with joyful hearts and love in our actions.
0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Well, we are going to uh, sing some Christmas carols, and the first one is page 149 in your hymn book. Please turn with us and uh, stand when it's time to sing. Did I say the right number? Did I say the right number? Away yeah, in a Major? Yeah, Away in a Major. Am I Yes, please.
5: Oh,
1: God we thank you for this day that you have made. We thank you for this season of love faith we thank you Lord for the fact that we have a hope we have a peace we're able to experience joy because of the greatest gift that ever came. Love came down as a little child and we thank you Lord that that's the reality that we're able to enjoy and appreciate every time a new life comes into this world They are a gift from you, O Lord. We ask now that you'd be with every part of our service. Lord, we ask that you would forgive our sins, cleanse us from anything that we might have done wrong. After all, we are a broken people and we need your forgiveness. And so, Lord, forgive us. Cleanse us from anything that we've done wrong, that we may walk in all of the blessing that there is, especially in this season of Christmas. Through Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Joel's helping me because uh, I caught a cold yesterday at this time. I couldn't even talk. That is audibly. I could whisper, but uh, today, thanks to modern medicine, I'm a little better. And I hope to be fully better by this coming Tuesday. I'm going to ask Joel to come and help us with the next carol.
0: All right. Our next uh, carol is hymn number one hundred and sixty-one. What child is this? And uh, towards the end of it, we're gonna have the kids come up to get ready for children's church. But maybe some of the kids want to come help earlier. Do you guys know the song? What child is this? No. You might. You can come up and try if you'd like.
1: She's going to favor us. Nice to have everyone home. There's so many of them now that leave us and come back at Christmas time and Easter, but Alicia comes back a few more times than that. And so we thank her for that. Thank you. Um, I think we've got some names to be read, don't we? I'm gonna ask Alex to come. And uh, there's some more angels that will go up on the tree, I think. And the kids can help. You wanna come and give a hand here? Come on, put those, the, the names. Up on the tree,
5: Ken and Hazel Cameron, Ernie and Pearl Nixon. Thank you to all those generous contributions for our angel tree. $630 were raised in this congregation alone.
1: Thank you, Alex. Uh, I want to talk to children about this thing called love. Now, I know that all the kids here today are loved. Would you agree with that? Some of you do, right? Not sure, but Eric? every everybody <laughs> God loves Eric. they love Eric. And all these other kids, oh my goodness. God loves you too. And that's the beauty of this season. Is that God came down as a baby. That's amazing. That a baby is what is what changed the entire world. His name was Jesus, right? And so this morning, we're just going to... I just want to leave you one thought. More than anything else, if you never remember anything I've ever said here, remember this. God loves you so much that he gave his son to come and show us how we ought to live and then die so that we might have real life so that our sin would all be forgiven anything we've ever done wrong are gone because of Jesus coming that's a wonderful story of Christmas the really wonderful part is, is Easter we're going to be building up to that in the next number of weeks okay so starting in the new year we'll be talking about all kinds of things that will be preparing us for Easter. So just like we took four weeks, and then of course Christmas Eve, uh, to talk about Christmas and regress for Christmas. What was the first thing we had? What was the first candle we had? Anybody know? Joy was the third. That's good though, that's one of them. Anybody else? Oh, okay. that was the first one. You're right. Boy, you're listening. It's amazing. And what was the what was the second one? Joy. Joy was the third one. But there's another one that we talked about. And years ago, the parents were on everybody walking around with what? Peace. Yeah, peace. And then today is love. And I'm so glad that you come to our church because you're special people. And I can say with conviction that everybody here loves you. I can say that. You will all love it. You're special because God has placed us amongst the family of God. Placed you amongst the family of God. And that's what makes such a difference. So let's pray for you guys. What are you going to be doing now? Are you going downstairs? Okay. Well, we'll pray that you have a great time. Thank you, Lord, for our children. They are such a gift from you and such a gift from so many families. So we ask the Lord to give them a good time as they learn for Tuesday night and help you to uh, guide them as they, uh, they learn their parts. May your blessing rest upon them for all the days of the life, not just at Christmas time but in Christ's <laughs>
0: So now that the kids are out, we're all gonna have to sing a little louder to make up for it. (laughs) Um, Our next hymn is hymn number 119, Hope is a Star. And uh, you can remain seated for this one, but...
1: Alex was
4: here. Oh, Charlie's going to do it. Okay. Yeah, but this is the same thing we read last week. Isn't yeah, it is. Oh. It, it was intentional, believe me. Right. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the, their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared above them, and the glory of the, the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will, be, you will find a baby wrapped in cloth laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone to the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby who was laying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what, they, what had been told to them about his child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
1: Let us together pray the prayers of people of God as we think about what the message will be all about. Prepare our hearts, O oh God, to receive the love of your word. May we hear your voice of love. By hearing, may we also portray the love that only you can give through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. There's a story about a young man whose name was Matt. Uh, He came from a family of six. He being the oldest, the other five, all girls. Now, I have four sisters. I can't imagine being the only boy amongst five sisters. But that's that's what it was. He was the oldest, of course. In 1966, Matt's dad had a heart attack. He survived, but he spent the entire... Christmas season in hospital. His family, of course, were devout Christians, attended their church faithfully, and Christmas was really important to them. But as Christmas was fast approaching, and his dad being in hospital, it suddenly occurred to Matt that dad had always been the one to take the children to see Santa. He was also the one who told them how to write the letters for Santa and had always supervised that kind of stuff. But they, that previous summer, had just moved to a new community and Matt thought maybe Santa hadn't been contacted to let him know of their new community and their new address. So he was worried that Santa hadn't been contacted. And so Matt decided that he would cover for Santa. On Christmas Day, or Christmas Eve, he had everything ready he had bought all kinds of things for his sisters, five of them, and uh, he decided that he would use his long hockey socks, I'm sure they were washed, on the fireplace for each of his sisters and filled them with all kinds of little things, trinkets for his, sis- his sisters and of course with his money, he also bought them some, some fruit, I do got to realize this was 66, wasn't last year. And uh, uh, on Christmas morning, the whole family were doubly surprised, though. One, they discovered that Santa, in fact, had found them anyway, even though they'd moved. And two, they discovered that those long hockey socks filled with all kinds of good things and fruit was from their wonderful brother, Matt, who had a really big heart. A note was attached to each long stocking from Santa. He thanked them for the cookies and the milk. And he told them, remember to be nice to your brother. <laughs> His sisters never forgot it, what their brother had done for them, but he really was a nice brother. And from that time on, time on, matte socks were always used, hung over the fireplace, and of course they took notice and never forgot and decided they'd follow suit. And so all of them carried on the tradition and filled each other's socks, unbeknown to the other. Well, as we think of these shepherds, and, you know, they weren't exactly your class act. As a matter of fact, these shepherds were ordinary people. In the new year, I'm going to be talking about ordinary Christians and how the world needs some big time. But, uh, but it kind of sets the pace for it, because, you see, The fact is that they noticed something spectacular that a lot of people around Bethlehem didn't. The entire population of Bethlehem at normal season, that is not when the government decided to tax them, was about 400 people. That might include an odd sheep and a a dog. But the fact is that this community had been absolutely devastated by all these people that were coming into town because they came from this community and you know if we had everybody back to this church that had ever gone here can you imagine how we'd fill this sucker it would be full full to overflowing but that's what happens that's what happens when when people grow up and have to move or move on their own under under their own Steam. Joseph was a little better off than most people. He would have been taxed more because he was a professional. He was a carpenter. And as they made their way to this little town, little did they know there would be such a spectacular display of God's presence and God's announcing of His Son. You're these guys, and well, they're only guys, ladies. I'm sorry. There wasn't any girls, I don't think, amongst the shepherds. I could be wrong. But it didn't happen much, unless, of course, the person owning the sheep had only daughters. Matt's family would have been in big trouble. The factory means that here was, a, here was a group of, of uh, old boys, because that's what they ended up being. If the young fellas came and joined them, well, it was kind of like... Okay, you've got you to earn your stripes, so to speak, as they came, as here they are out in the field, mind own business, doing the same thing that they'd done hundreds of days before, hundreds of nights before. And suddenly, there was a big light display. It would have been amazing, really, but especially to these country bumpkins. The fact remains that. Here was some shepherds. And why would the angel of Christmas come to them? And you may say, well, that, that would have been amazing in itself. But let me go further. There was a lot of people who might have seen that same display and did nothing. Like our world. There was a grand entrance to, from these, these uh angels. Angels, the Bible tells us, appeared dramatically and the glory of God shone through them and all around them. And you may say, who could miss that? Yet we miss this whole idea of of angels all the time. I know. Because I'm sure that two angels took care of my daughter, while she was at university. She, uh, you see, was the eldest, and uh, she was decided that she was gonna live with a young man, but we later found out that fathers always know, they always do. And you may say, well, no, dads just are critical of anybody that takes their daughter. But the fact remains that uh, you just know I knew When she introduced us, when Crystal introduced us to her present husband, she'd found the right one. But this wasn't, he wasn't it. And so anyways, he was brutal with her. We never knew, but I suspected when I, a few conversations I had when I drove her back to Peterborough. But one day there was a blackout in Toronto. It was actually province wide, but we didn't know that at the time. And my daughter, as she was living in Peterborough that morning, decided she'd had enough of this guy and so she gathered up all her clothes in four plastic bags. He could, uh, he could uh, sleep through a, sl- a cyclone, Crystal said. And she gathered up all her stuff and took the four bags of cl- all that she had of this world's goods and, and she found that she couldn't really move them much. Two, both, all four were heavy. So along, she gets to the curb and uh, she decided that, or asked herself what she was gonna do. And just as she did, a well-dressed young lady walked up to her and asked her if she could help. Our daughter responded saying that she could use someone to carry two of her bags to the phone booth because her boyfriend, a few days before, had stomped on her phone that her parents paid for. The lady picked up two of them and followed her to the corner without even being asked, the woman took out her change purse and gave her enough money to be able to make the phone call to her aunt across town. When she turned, after she'd made the phone call to my sister-in-law Sue, the lady was gone. I believe in angels. And if that wasn't enough, not so long ago, my da- my daughter decided that she would she was able to get a job with IBM, actually, out in uh, the uh, out in C- Calgary, actually, and so, anyways, I had an old van that still ran pretty good, but I got it safety checked, and everything was was well on the truck uh, on the van, and she was going to take it out west with her. And of course, this boyfriend, another boyfriend of hers, decided that he was going with her. And uh, they were driving along, and suddenly, one of the wheels came off. The assistant to the mechanic that had done the safety check didn't check all the bolts, and they loosened just this side of Calgary. No sooner had it happened, than the police officer, a police officer came up beside them, and... uh, and said, uh, look it, get in my my cruiser and I'll I'll call uh, someone to come and pick up your your van. And with that, he did. She said it was about five minutes after it happened that that police officer came. And we don't believe in angels much today. I do. I really believe that, you see, we pray for our kids every morning, Catherine and I, whether she's in Toronto, whether she's in Ottawa, and we pray for our kids, why? Because they are the great investment that was made in us of God's love. See, I believe more than ever before that children are a gift from God. It depends on how we handle them and handling is quite an art as I've learned over 40 years with my girls. Anyway, the fact remains that all of us need to hear that those shepherds noticed what God had done and they embraced the moment. They said, as a matter of fact, let us go and see this thing which the Lord took the time to show us. And with that, herding all the sheep because they had to take them with them. Somebody had to watch them. They all, Bible says, came That would have been an event, wouldn't it? All these sheep coming down the main street of Bethlehem trying to find some spot where a new baby was born. It would have been fun to be there. I would have enjoyed it. Just to see the bedlam that there would have been. And yet, matter of fact, they tell us that when the shepherds came into town, everybody left the streets because it would be filled with sheep. they just sit there. You know, sheep don't need necessarily a leader, but once they're, they come into a new spot, they're prepared to stay for a while and see what there is there. At least that's what my uncle used to say, and he had over a thousand of them. So I guess he kind of knew them pretty well. The fact remains that God, in his infinite mercy, decided to reveal his will for us as a nation, as a world of Jesus' love, of his son's love, of his own love shown through this baby in a manger. And when I say love came down, I really mean that love came down. That love that was shown towards us started as a baby in a manger in Bethlehem. You know, although we live in a world where we hear all kinds of news some of the best news around nobody moves on fine, good story but these these shepherds this was a monumental moment in their lives and they wanted to make sure to follow up on it they saw, they embraced it, they believed and so can we if the Christ child is embraced by you and me no one can steal our Christmas The real joy of Christmas is not found in material things and presents as wonderfully wrapped and as beautiful as they may be. Family, as a family, we gave Catherine a new service goal. Now, for those of you who are not computer literate, don't be surprised because I didn't even know there was such a thing. But anyway, that's what we got. They're a pretty fine-looking thing. They are thinner, if you can imagine, than these uh, tablets. And uh, they have kind of a back on them, and this one's quite a fancy back. My daughter had got one just last year, and, and uh, the back kind of comes out as a, as a pedestal, kind of middle, and yet it, it slaps right into the frame of it after you're done with it. Amazing. But what she doesn't know is she was kind of using the, the actual screen, and she said, well, look, I, you know, I think we sh- there's another part to this. We haven't told her that. She's getting that in Newfoundland on uh, Wednesday afternoon. But what she realized was that, she, first of all, she was totally surprised. My wife doesn't surprise easily. She always knows that something's going on, but she didn't have a clue. And then, of course, Christmas was a little early. Last Sunday, we had the entire Catherine's whole family, her two sisters and their husbands. And uh, we had, uh, we had uh, Rob and Amy, because they're home, For five days, just enough time to get themselves accustomed from heat all the time to extreme cold because they're going to ski in Nelson, British Columbia uh, for three months. What a life. I did it all wrong, folks. We all did. Us older folk, we did it all wrong. I tell you, we could have, should have done so much better, but the fact remains that here here they are, and uh, so they were part of this uh, transition for Catherine to go from an old laptop to a surface go. Uh, the, as I said, she's going to get the rest of her present. She's wondering why, why this thing only has, it, it's, it's sit upable, but yet uh, she doesn't have really a keyboard unless she lays it flat. I'm looking forward to seeing her face because she still doesn't realize, not yet anyway, that uh, the screen's to come. And I hope none of her friends at the hospital this week let her know differently. Uh, The fact is that we need to embrace the love of God. For the gift of God's love is found in none other than Jesus Christ. There's been no gift ever given to the world like that which God's love portrayed through Jesus Christ. He came as a baby. He lived a life just like we do. He identified with us and yet he who was sinless became sin for us that we might be free. I wanna close with this. These lowly shepherds can teach us a lesson or two. But what they did with the fact that they saw the angel And the message that was portrayed to them, they decided to make the trek. Receive the man of the hour, the baby of the hour. May God put the spirit of Christ in all of us at this season of the year in order that we might be able to project his love as well. Why won't we let him in? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, may we let you in at this season of the year. Fully and completely. In order even to the point of letting you control us. Because it would be the greatest thing that ever happened to us. It would be life transforming. And we pray, Lord, that as we receive God's love in Jesus Christ this season, May we find in everything that we do and everything that we say, may we find you in it. Through Christ our Lord we ask. Amen. Amen. This time we're going to give you the opportunity to worship the Lord with your giving. Do you have another one, Alicia? Or am I wrong? Okay, good. I uh, hate when I leave things out. Uh, This time we're going to give you the opportunity to worship the Lord with your giving and the Lord bless you as you give. God, receive our gifts. Receive each one at this time of the year. May we give to you out of our hearts, hearts of thanksgiving, hearts of love and reciprocation for your love that you show towards us. Through Christ we pray. Amen. You may be seated. We have a number of pastoral prayers that we need to um, bring before the Lord there in the back of your bulletin. If you have one in your own heart, we're going to give opportunity for that uh, in the prayer because we want you all to be part of that. Um, let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you and you know, there are always a lot of, re- of prayer requests this, this time of year. We, we want to stop and give you thanks for answered prayer because Lord, that That is so mind-boggling that you love us so much that whatever we ask, you'll deal with it. Sometimes we forget that, but Lord, I pray that you would cause us always to be grateful for the things that you have done in this past year at our church. We thank Lord of George, who's recovering so well, We think of Ruth, who's here this morning, and we thank you for her life and ask you, Lord, to be with her and strengthen her. We thank you for Terry, and we continue to pray for her and lift her up to you, knowing full well that the God that we serve is able to do exceedingly beyond what we could ask or think. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd minister to her over this Christmas season. Heal her. Touch her body. Make her whole. We pray for Sylvia and thank you for the progress that you're making in her life. Betty Nealon, Joyce, Rob Patterson, Bob Scott. We thank you, Lord, for your doing in Stan Sargent's body and life. He received news this week that his, uh, his leukemia was in remission. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor for that. Lord, we want to lift up Morgan and Nick Wheeler and give you thanks for Nick and the progress that he's seen in his body and life and ask, Lord, that you continue to finish the work that you've begun in his life. Lord, we want to remember those who are uh, in, in uh, retirement homes. We pray for Judith, Frida, Norma, Audrey, Dawn, Donna, and Lori. And there are many others, Lord, that come to mind at this season of the year. Oh, Lord, would you please reach out to them and touch them. May the spirit of your love radiate in their lives. Lord, as we visit them, may we build them up. May we encourage them for the kindness and the faithfulness that they have always had. Lord, we want to bring to you now our own personal prayers. And Lord, as we bring them to you in the quietness of this moment, in your mercy, O Lord, hear and answer our prayers. Now, Lord, as we come to the conclusion of our service, visit us. Visit us. During this Christmas season, may we see Jesus built up in our most holy faith. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. I want to say something that I said in the first service, and I need to say here as well. I want to thank you for... A wonderful year that I have been able to be uh, to serve you as your pastor it's been a delightful one no I'm not re- retiring I I'm retired so I can't do that a second time you know what I'm saying and uh, but I do want you to know how much I have appreciated your warmth your receptivity your care and your love towards me and I uh, and, and I feel the same way about you. I'm really grateful to God that brought, God has brought each of you into my life. Uh, I am truly a blessed man. We're going to close with our service number 159. Oh yes, and I'm going to be getting, putting a letter out to each of you um, uh, on Tuesday night. So uh, come Tuesday night, because it's going to be a great time. Thank Those who enhanced our service, Linda, you know she gives us her best every week. I thank God for her. She is truly a blessing to us all. And Alicia, thank you so much for coming home and sharing your talents with us. God bless you. And Joel, thank you very much for helping me. I uh, I was hoping I have a voice by the end of my sermon, and I think I've still got one. So it'll be it'll be better on Tuesday. I'm doing everything I can to, uh, to make it so that uh, this voice is back. As we close, may the blessing of Almighty God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest on each one of you, that you may go out from here and radiate the love of Christ in all that you do and all that you say towards those all around us. Amen.
0: Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.